Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to FNA Van Life, the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And today we'll be talking with our buddies, Drifter Journey. Jess and Greg are two, I would call them OG van lifers. They've been in it for about three years now. They are full dirtbag status. <laughs> Honestly, they are awesome. They are super minimal. They just love living life on the road. Yeah. Um, even though there were times that have been tough during you know, the pandemic and everything, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We're going to be talking about bathroom situation. In... This is a pretty funny podcast. It's a super funny podcast. It's it's not only funny, but it gets down to nitty gritty of a lot of things. Yeah. Greg and Jess are just really awesome down to earth people and we really enjoy their company. And so basically this is just a conversation that we would have had with them on a normal day sitting around the table and you guys have been welcomed into it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, before we get into this podcast, let's give you a quick update of where we are. Right now, we are in Alaska. We're sitting on a beautiful beach, parked up next to it, where we could boondock it for free. We have beautiful views of the mountains all around us. People are coming in and out with their boats, pulling in halibut. There's tons of eagles out here and seagulls. The eagles and seagulls are feeding on the fish that are being brought in as well. And it's just magnificent. I'm definitely uh, watching out for Paco because he could be eagle bait real quick. And <laughs> Frank doesn't seem to Frank doesn't seem to care or notice oh, that our dog might. What is that slashing noise that keeps happening? It's the computer. It sounds like Kung Fu Ninja. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Paco, we got to make sure we keep an eye on him, keep him close by. We know that there's a possibility of him being eagle bait, and we don't want that to happen. You know, we love our boy, and we want to keep him safe. Absolutely, we do. So that's been number one priority on our mind the whole time that we've been here in Alaska. But it's been a really beautiful couple of weeks. I can't believe that it's almost been a month, hasn't it? Yeah, I think it's actually been over a month because it's the 13th now. No, I think we left on like the 18th or something like that. Okay, yeah. So a couple of days, it will be a full month that we've been here. Um, it's been an incredible experience. I think that if you want to come to Alaska, you should make it happen. Um, this year has been a perfect year for van life, RV life, nomadic lifestyle, living, being up here because it's pretty empty when it comes to that particular uh, way of traveling. It has been a very active season, though. Tons of people are here. Mm-hmm. Um, restaurants and stuff don't even have enough help to uh, get things out fast enough. So it, it's been a little bit of a struggle, I would say, for the Alaskans here. Yeah, I think it's just kind of they're restarting their whole tourism economy. Like last year, there was zero tourism. This year, they were probably like, is there going to be a lot? Is there not? Let's not get crazy and hire so many people. Like we might have a terrible season again. And it turns out that it's actually been a really busy season. Mm-hmm. But so now a lot of places are understaffed. And, you know, it's already the end of July. The tourism season here is so short that 
you know, it wouldn't even make sense to bring on staff now because by August it starts trailing off. Yeah, basically they have to be staffed by July uh, 3rd. If they're not staffed by July 3rd, they're not going to be picking up any more people. So they're going to keep their schedules the way they are and just deal with what they got. Yeah. So anyways, it's been great regardless of the hurdles and regardless of, you know, the minor inconveniences. Being in Alaska has been such an amazing experience. I don't know really what I was expecting. I feel like I go into most places with kind of a blank open slate. Like Mm -hmm. I've seen beautiful photos of Alaska. Usually it's mountains and, you know, I just imagine a much like a wild scenery and we've gotten that. But we've also gotten some really cute, quaint towns, Mm -hmm. some really, like, awesome fishing villages. Right now, we're on a super rocky beach. I don't think I really thought of beach life when I thought of Alaska. Yeah, yeah. But they have more coastline in Alaska. Than all of the lower 40, any state in the lower 48. No, the entire America. The entire lower 48. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. So there's lots of beaches, lots of waterfront You know, it's not a typical summer where you're, like, in your bikini out on the beach kind of beach. No, especially this summer. It's been more on the cooler side for an Alaskan summer. It's been probably more around 55 degrees every day, I would say, on average. Yeah, but I mean, that's good for the icebergs. Yeah, good for the glaciers. Yeah. No melt, not as much melting. I mean, I'm sure it's still happening, but uh, it's definitely been a better summer for them when it comes to that mm-hmm. um but that being said we did put out our van tour recently mm-hmm. so if you guys want to check out the youtube channel for the van tour you can see what we're living in while we travel um also we do have merch available now too as well so fancy yeah yeah we're fancy out here you could get your guys fna merch we have t-shirts sweatshirts we even have um onesies for the little kiddos if you want yeah frank's sister special requested that yeah. so we were so like all happen. right we'll make it happen yeah so if you have a little baby that you want to put in an fna swagalicious t-shirt and talking about babies you know they they do a lot of poops and uh in this in this talk we talk about poop so uh be ready for that don't be eating dinner while you listen to this well that's like a real so all that talk doesn't get until like the end the beginning of the conversation is a lot about finance and budgeting yeah because greg and jess what i love about them we met them over a year ago in washington and even then we were talking about how Finance. much they saved and cut their expenses and did all of this to make van life possible for themselves. Yeah. And, and so, like, we have a lot of similarities with that because we did the same thing. Well, they we planned came, for two years. We only planned for one. And we came with the same approach. And we decided the same amount of money was actually correct for us as for yeah, them for a funny? year of travel, which is pretty amazing to think uh, because they're pretty minimal people, which makes me realize that we are, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So let's get into this conversation with Jess and Greg, Drifter Journey. Here we go. And I feel like every stuff. van life conversation eventually goes, goes to, to pee jugs and yeah. where do you number yeah. two and yeah. And like, or shower, right? Those yeah. are like the three biggest things that people are like fucking scared of. Yeah. Which know? is funny. We already know that I don't shower. So I yeah. feel like people getting into van life, like their biggest concern is like how to make money or where to sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. They haven't even crossed the threshold of like, where am I pooping? Where do you poop, right? Yeah. Like, they haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild to think about the difference of like, like when you're just starting to think about it to like, 
when people finally answer those questions mm. to like, wait a second. Right. Where's my bathroom? Right. Like, yeah. how do I dispose of the stuff if I have a composting toilet? Is that like order yeah. of like safety? Like money is first. Cause like, first. how are you going to like security? Yeah. You but know, that, like that's you what you think, think of. You would think that like where you sleep at night is the first security. Cause I you need to be able to sleep. Like, yeah. When we do tiny fests and stuff, it's usually like. How do you afford this lifestyle? Where do you sleep at night? Do yeah. you have a bathroom? And it's like, that's the natural progression right. of questions. That's silly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the sleep at night thing is actually pretty easy to figure out. It is, but I don't think that a lot of people, like, have any concept of how easy it is because they're just so used to Having staying in one spot all the time. Yeah. I yeah. paid for this. I'm allowed yeah. to be here. Or even a hotel room or something super stationary, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I think the biggest thing, even for us, when we first got into van life, like... But we pulled up to the first spot. Alex was like, close the windows. Close the curtains. <laughs> I was Shut so up. nervous. I was I, like, someone's I, for sure going to come. I click right? on Netflix, and sure enough, she's like, shut that off. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's too like, loud, Frank. He's like, I only have it up one bar. Like, what do you want me to do? Nobody can hear us, you know? Yeah. And, and but, nobody cares. Nobody cares. No. <laughs> Literally. And most we people were walking in the middle by. Of no, actually, the first night we slept in the van, in we were in a parking hotel lot. parking lot. Yeah. Okay. Because we were trying, we were doing the 71 mountains and we we're trying to like get out to like yeah. the first mountains yeah. or whatever. And we left really late at night because our plumbing actually all didn't work. Yeah. So like we tested our plumbing the day that we were leaving, which was probably, you know, a bad idea. Poor planning. But, yeah, um, yeah. Sh- but so, you know, we're, like, struggling to, like, make it stop leaking yeah. until, like, 5 or 6 p.m. And then it's winter, so it's dark out. And then... Sounds super fun. It was a great <laughs> first day. Yeah. It was a really good first day. Yeah. And it was, like, what got you into van life, like, or wanting to travel? Oh. You're good at this one. <laughs> uh, so we had really good jobs. We were doing great. We, like, had checked all the boxes, right? Good jobs. Owned a home. Um, but we were still like wanting more. We were mm-hmm. like, is this it? Is this, is this life? Five weeks of vacation. It was pretty good, but, um. Five weeks of vacation is like insanely yeah. good. Yeah. Like from a corporate yeah. standpoint. That's like, a great job. Yeah. We have I great benefits. <laughs> what they say? <laughs> I think if like, was, you have? if there was ten though, I might I might have been down to, to keep working. Yeah, that would have been a little bit more doable. I th- we just were feeling super restless, you know. Right, we're like yeah. we're not getting any younger here, and this I don't know. It just felt like we weren't fulfilling what we were here to do. So we started researching like how do we travel more and work mm-hmm. less, and um, it turned into the van, and the van ended up being like a tangible way for us to quit working mm-hmm. and start traveling more and sell our house because once you don't have a house you don't have to make as much money mm-hmm. so it was like okay we're gonna like cut all of our expenses pretty much and we've determined that we only need about twenty four thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. to live in the van and travel full-time so that's pretty doable yeah you yeah. don't really have to work that much and that's like technically below the poverty line. Yeah. Like, yeah. isn't the poverty like it's like twenty seven thousand? Yeah, or like somewhere around like thirty. I think yeah. it's way higher, even in like California. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. For sure. But, but on, on like yeah. a national average, yeah, I think it's twenty seven k. Yeah. Because like, if you were making that much money living in New York City, you would be not doing hurting. so good. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. how old were you guys at this point too? Like, what was obviously you had good jobs, you had all this going on. Yeah. I, uh, so we've been in the van three years full-time since june may may yeah and full-time uh, just since last may no, no three, three, three years, years ago as may. of oh yeah. three years ago may sorry yeah. i 
So 2017? 2018. 2018. 2018. I forgot it's 2021. Right? And I was oh. 35 when I quit my job. Yeah. Okay. So ultimately it took us like, I would say probably from inception to actually making it all happen was probably almost two years yeah. of research and, you know, figuring out what we wanted to do. Planting the seed with the family, mm-hmm. pissing them off. Yeah, you know, of course. <laughs> getting them to come around yeah. a little, yeah. little so bit. So realistically, yeah, we had invested quite a bit of time in it already and then in 2018 we uh sold the house we hadn't quit our jobs yet we actually did six months in the van while still working but we weren't we didn't have our house anymore so we could like save up a lot more money Mm -hmm. um and then december 2018 we quit our jobs and wow just kind of like that's amazing what was that feeling like were you like scared to quit your jobs were you guys like in tears basically or anything like that i was pretty stoked yeah Yeah. i I was super nervous like I liked my job. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like, you know, working 40 hours a week. And I ended up actually having a job where I had meetings later in the day. And so I was ending, I was working more than 40 hours a week, unfortunately. Yeah. But I did feel like I was appreciated on my team. And like, I felt like I had a good working relationship with all the people around me. So it was tolerable for me. Mm-hmm. But like, he was pretty unhappy. And- I loved my job. <laughs> <laughs> I did love the team. Yeah. yeah. The people were amazing. Yeah. I feel like that's what everybody says. Like, it's more about the people that you're working with than the actual job. Yeah. Like, for people to actually care about corporate culture is like yeah. a pretty big ask. You yeah. know? There was, was just kind of like no room for growth, I think. Mm-hmm. So what was your position at the job, Greg? I was sales support. I did uh, Amazon, North America, and Disney. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like you said, you I got to go to Seattle four times a year uh for meetings and Mm -hmm. hang out. It was, I mean, it was good. I had the best, I'd say the best account because, just because of Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I had it good. That's the thing. It's like crazy good vacation time. Good benefits, good pay, great people, still not happy. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, so, so then what? Yeah. yeah. What's next, right? Yeah. I don't and know. like Four having 40. that, having that amazing job and that opportunity and still not feeling fulfilled, you know, you have to make the leap then, I guess. At I that think point, so. Right? Yeah. I think I was just nervous. Like when I was, t- I remember like very clearly to this day typing up my resignation email. And just thinking, like, am I making the worst mistake of my life? And I think part of it was I was just in my head about it. Like, you're trying to push back against the status quo and trying to live a different lifestyle that's kind of hard to conceptualize until you're in it. Mm -hmm. Because it's not the norm. It's not Mm -hmm. something that you see, and it's not something that's really supported, like, in general. Mm -hmm. And I had had a meeting with, um, like, the... COO because we had a good relationship and I wanted to tell him in person and um, he kind of looked at me like I was crazy you know and he was like are you sure you want to do this in like your peak earning years basically Mm -hmm. and I was like obviously to him I was like yep I'm good but then in my own head I was like oh I don't know do I and then I had also had a conversation with my dad who up until that point he'd been like not against it like but also not outwardly supportive of it and then when it was coming time to quit my job I was like hey so I'm gonna put in my resignation and we're gonna be done working by x date and he was kind of I was like expecting to be like oh yeah good for you you know excited for you guys in this new chapter but he was pretty reserved about it and he's like well if you think that that's what you want to do and um you know you guys can always get 
jobs if it doesn't work out. And I was just like, okay, this is not like, you know, the support I was hoping for. So we could go back two steps too, though. We had the conversation since she said she really liked her job. And I was more the one being not fulfilled in my role. Yeah. Was that I asked her to go full sugar, sugar mama status for me. <laughs> and she was about to be baller, like make enough that I didn't have to work anymore. Yeah. Kept man. He wanted she, to be a she, house husband. I, I was be, like, okay, so are you going to start doing the laundry yeah. and the cooking and what no, did you say? I yeah. Just, <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting out of this. I was going to be. <laughs> Greg, I fucking love you. I name it. I have a name for it. I was just going to be a stay at home. Stay at home. Not a stay at home dad because you're not having kids. Yeah. Not like not dinner. You're just going to be stay at home. Stay at home. Exactly. And what are you going to do? I want to hang out. I want to hang out. I want to enjoy life. I'll be happy when you get home. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't having it. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't accept that proposal. It sounded like a pretty good proposal you put out there, but I, I thought it sounded good. I did tell her we could hire someone to clean and cook. Yeah. Also. Oh, um, so she now she has to make enough money to also pay for uh, Hey, help. you know, if you want a certain style of living. <laughs> Greg's like, I'm okay with living in a, in a Jeep and just fucking bumming it. Yeah, we can do yeah. it. Well, yeah. I feel like you guys were talking about how you met the other night. And, like, you were already kind of, like, hobo Greg. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, you she, are. She yeah. didn't go into the whole. I had an apartment. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. You just okay. chose not to stay there. Also. I wasn't there. Gotcha. <laughs> and I was in my Jeep. The Jeep had holes in the gas tank. So, yeah, you could only put a certain amount in, otherwise, it would leak. And it was a sweet car, but it was not great. And, uh, yeah, so then we were at the college campus where we were staying for, we'll call it an adult summer camp. And,. One of her roommates up there didn't have a place and was living out of a storage unit. <laughs> That's awesome. She had a bike with a trailer behind it and lived out of a storage unit. I was like, you can live at my house because I'm not there. So she moved in for a bit and that was fine. And then, yeah, so then she didn't think I was, you know, I didn't have a job at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you were a student. Yeah, I was on unemployment. Okay. Just reaping the benefits. You know. You know? Uh, actually, I quit unemployment at that point. You quit that, that was too? the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I was just traveling for a bit. And then I told her, I was like, I'm going to get my job back this fall. She didn't believe me. Mm-hmm. And then I got my job. And then she was... That instilled, like, that instilled some trust. You yeah, know I was like, mean? oh, I got an apartment. I got a job. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I'm dateable. I'm dateable. <laughs> yeah. It, it, were you doing this now at this point because you wanted to be with her at that point? You're like you're like I, I I have to settle down somewhat so she knows that I'm reliable. I don't no. think there's no. no okay. There was never like a quid pro quo. I never set expectations on him. That's good. And I think it just ended up working out like because there's Timing. a big chunk of yeah. this story that's missing, which yeah. is. By the time awesome. we were, <laughs> we already know that. Yeah. We already know that, bro. When we, when we had gotten to the summer program for our majors, I was like fresh out of a pretty serious relationship that did not end well, and so I was like not in any position to date. And part of the reason why I held those things against him was because it was just like easy excuses. Like, right, you don't have yeah. a job. You don't like your yeah. life is clearly not stable. Um, but I, he is a hard worker and obviously I realized mm. that after the fact where I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. You like, you can, 
If I'm passionate about it, I <laughs> well, work hard. And I, I hear you there, and that's a that's a great thing to have is to have the passion for something because yeah. you don't want to do something that you're not passionate about because then like, what's the point, right? Exactly. Just well, to like bring in money. You know, yeah. Yeah. I I think that's a lot big reason why a lot of us take the leap to join this lifestyle is because we're not passionate in the fields that we're in and we we want something more mm-hmm. in life. And and so yeah, you make that leap because now you're passionate about it. Now you could put that effort into the lifestyle and make a money somehow. Yeah. You know. So going back, your like two year kind of ramp up to van life included saving a ton of money. Yeah. And like cutting your expenses and all that. So, you know, obviously you had this little nest egg going. Were you planning on working on the road? Were you planning on just kind of burning through your savings? Like, what was your financial kind of mindset at that point? We don't like to burn money. Her more so than me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, we plan for the future. And we put away two, what we called two years of savings. Mm-hmm. So that that's great. 24,000 yeah. years. 40, so 48 grand. Mm-hmm. We had saved up. And we're like, cool. We got two years worth of money to go. Oops, sorry. And uh, we'll just see how it goes. And we didn't plan on working. And within the first eight months or so, we both were like, yeah, two years isn't going to be enough. So we, and you're, you're burning money at that point. Mm-hmm. You're literally watching this account just dwindle. Right. Yeah, like, Whoa, this is a weird feeling. There's only yeah, we, like we debits that. and no credits. Yeah. 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 Why, why is that going down? So pretty quickly there, within the first eight months, we're like, uh, yeah, we need to figure out how to break even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was when I started working seasonally for my cousin which is almost break even so half the year in san diego doing skis and then the other half of the year we were traveling um i would say close to breaking even and we're like all right this is good we can keep doing this mm-hmm. and then she picked up her gig working for rootless living magazine three months ago mm-hmm. which means i can retire again <laughs> back to this uh, now he wants to be a van husband oh, oh. So, but no, actually, you know, we finally monetized YouTube minimally. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've been working on that. And then her job and then my seasonal work, we're probably going to be, this will be our first year actually putting some into savings. That's awesome. Finally. Yes. Which feels good. That's Mm -hmm. great. That's a great feeling. But we don't know. We'll see where it goes. Ideally, you know, her job is great because it's fully remote. Right. I enjoy the ski shop, but that does pin us to a location. So mm-hmm. um, I've said probably a couple more years of that. I would, I'd like to stop by 40. Yeah. yeah. I, think that, I feel like retired by fair. 40 is pretty yeah. like, yeah. you know, yeah, a, solid. a goal that many people would aspire to. Yeah, so I would yeah. love to have that myself. So yeah. if I can pull that off and then we just still need to break even, you know, so if YouTube gets to a point where... Mm-hmm. It's a break even plus mm-hmm. her gig. Yeah. I feel pretty good about mm-hmm. stopping yeah. at 40. But I will say, like, those two years of planning, a lot of it was financial, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's all the research you do on the van and how you want it built and all that stuff. But, like, a lot of the time we spent trying to figure out budgets, you know, how much do we need to retire on because we wanted to set aside our retirement before we quit our good, you know, well paying corporate jobs mm-hmm. and 401k contributions. You know, how are we going to afford health insurance or what's that option? You know, how much money do we need to save up so that we can pay off all of our debt, 
buy the van outright, you know, and basically travel debt free. Mm -hmm. And I would say that the financial advisor that we had access to through our jobs was a huge proponent of like why we were able to actually make, make the leap is Mm -hmm. because we had met with him and showed him like all of these calculations that we'd done. And Greg had created this spreadsheet for our retirement that had showed like, if we set aside this much and let it sit for this this long, you know, are we crazy? Like, does this make sense? And he basically was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Like, you're right. It, that's how it works. You yeah. can, you should quit your jobs is basically what he said. I wonder yeah. why then we have to work those extra 30 years. If you could buy the time you're 35, have enough money put away that, you know, with interest and, you know, the stock market ticking up and blah, 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 that like you could have enough money to retire on. Why the hell do you need to sit at a desk for those extra, you know, Security. 20 years? You don't, yeah, exactly. Security. Or a lot of people don't put the money in early. Correct. Yeah. Like, we when, were late. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Like, I mean, yeah. I think we're early considered, like, compared to today's standard. Early, yeah. yeah. But, well, my dad actually sent me a chart recently, and it was, like, how much the average person has put away for retirement by, like, age category or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, 20 to 25, 25 to 30, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he's, like... So, like, where do you sit, you know, in this, like, thing? And I was like, oh, well, I'm basically 45. Yeah. And he was like, okay, great, right? well. He's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Your head. yeah. 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 I mean, and, like, yeah, I'm not, like, making money to put into my retirement accounts right now, but my retirement accounts are growing yeah. right now. So yeah. if I let them sit there and grow for another, you know, what am I going to need it, 20, 30 right. years yeah. from now? Yeah. Because you can't really access it to 65, right? Yep. So 30 years. And realistically, so that Alex is 11 years ahead of her time in other words when it comes to investment you know which is amazing um i'm not but i started really early like yeah. basically my first job i got i was like okay i'm gonna put away whatever i you know mm-hmm. however much per month or per paycheck percentage blah 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 and then they're like oh we'll match this and i'm like well where, obviously yeah. i'm going to take that where for yeah, me no. yeah. where for me it was kind of different i had no financial understanding or background or any of that so like the only reason why I have a retirement fund and all that is because I was in the union mm-hmm. and I did that for a decade. And yeah. now I have a pension to fall back on, you know, because I have 10 years in the union, which is it's not a crazy amount of money, but it's enough. For, you'll get, you'll get you know, with mm-hmm. the two of us, we'll get something and it will be plenty for us to live on total. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that I'm done investing. You right. know what I mean? So like yeah. when the time comes and we're able to put that savings away. Yeah. I'll be back in, in investing, you know, once again and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. well, that's, I don't think a lot of people, I want to hope more people are, are like both of us, yeah. like thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Because we have met folks with nothing going right. into this. Yep. And it, hey, that can work too. Yep. But have we not put aside the retirement money already and we were breaking even? Well, I get to 65 and there's no money there. Yeah. Right. I have to keep working. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we at least have this hope that when we get to that age, it's already taken care of. Right. Well, I guess the whole idea is not to be like the people in Nomadland, not to crush anybody's feelings or anything. No, but, yet. but yeah, so that, that movie is basically about people who didn't put away their money and now are 65 and still have yeah. to work. And yeah. like, But they're not know. like, they're not in van life by choice because it's like a fun thing. Sure. They're gotcha. in van life because some are, they are like... Some are in it due to choice because like family members have passed away or their husband has passed mm-hmm. away. Right, now they want to travel and, and see they, things they but it's not together. like you know but now it's they not have a glamorous yeah. version yeah. of the they lifestyle live that way out of necessity yeah it's like the cheapest way yeah. to do it right yeah. yeah yeah i i think that the saving 
the value of saving like you guys did, like we did, because we saved for a year of travel, and we actually came up with the same number, $24,000 yeah. for mm-hmm. a year of savings, because uh, we, on average, each spend about $1,000 a month total mm-hmm. um, when we, in our first van. And so we said $24,000, we could save that in a year, you know, with the jobs that we had. And that has made this experience well worth it and well, has so helped better to us. to not have to worry about it, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. even not like, you know, yeah. just like having breakdowns and things like that. Yeah. We were able to actually... Is that a low yeah, flying, really low flying yeah. plane? And a giant truck just drove by at exactly <laughs> the same moment. So. <laughs> so yeah, so that made this experience, you know, worth it. The fixing the vehicle, we had the we had the money there, yeah. and then being able to sell the rig and then get into something new that helped us out as well. Mm-hmm. I just want to let you guys know right now we're sitting on a beach in Alaska. All all of us, all four of us, made it to Alaska this summer, <laughs> which is like one of the hardest tasks in the world. Yeah. So, so we did it. We did it we're once here. again. <laughs> we're, we're like those people that like no matter what we're gonna make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, I think that the saving the money, having a good financial background, is so smart. Yeah. So smart of you it makes guys. Makes a big difference. Yeah. But for anybody that does listen, that feels like they're in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Where I was saying we were late on it. I didn't graduate college till I was 28. Mm-hmm. Student Greg. Student Greg. I was a very, I did 10 years. Oh, man. Uh, on and off. <laughs> 10 to life and you got off on good parole? Yeah. Uh, but I went, to, I went to many colleges. I blew a lot of money in college. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful my parents actually paid for college. Yeah. 10 years of it? Well, no, no, I mean, I, I feel like I, at some point your parents would be like, Greg, Greg, <laughs> come on. Seriously. Greg, you're not going to, you're not going to be a college Greg, you know, yeah. they, they didn't pay, they didn't pay when I was like, I had to take three years off in the middle to get oh, okay. residency in Colorado because they were like, we're not paying out of state tuition. Yeah. So I had to take time off. So that's when I did my little snowboard thing mm-hmm. and worked mm-hmm. like an adult. But yeah, so when I was in school, they were paying. But what I was going with on that one, they paid for college, and I still came out with twenty grand in student debt. Oh wow. man, because I like to party. <laughs> hey, man. We uh, like to party. We she, like we like to party. She rolled out with thirty thousand in debt because she did an out of state year in Montana. Mm-hmm. So we had fifty grand in debt coming out of college at twenty eight. With degrees in natural resources. Which, yeah. <laughs> which, oh, which we're not paying high paying jobs. Yeah. Uh, so 50 grand in debt at 28 and 25. And so in seven years, we paid off that $50,000. Bought a house. Bought a house, sold a house, built a house, sold a house. Nice. Came up with that 50 grand that we wanted for two years of living expenses yeah. and our retirement money. And yep. paid for the van. Yeah. And paid for the van. It sounds like that you guys years. did like a full 180 yeah. from like the debt of college to, you know, getting into the van and like your money mindset completely changed at that point too as well. You yeah. Know? I think we always talk about how like you don't need more money. You just need to spend less. Like if yeah. you feel like yeah. you can't do like live the lifestyle that you want to live because you think you need to make more money, 
it's really you just need to shift your mind about like no i just need to spend less and then suddenly you're rich like yeah, yeah. and sometimes i think it goes to like laziness too like eating out and yeah. mm-hmm. having several gym memberships that you don't even go to the gym with and mm-hmm. yeah you know like subscriptions, what, subscriptions. You have hulu netflix prime yeah. Spotify, yeah. Astrala, everything adds like, up super fast yeah exactly you know, it, all, it all adds up super fast but yeah. if anybody needs anything from amazon go ahead and use either of our links <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get pennies on the dollar but we appreciate it yeah yeah we'll, we'll leave a link well we only need pennies on the dollar because <laughs> exactly. we live in fans yeah. Yeah. that's an amazing thing too is um you know making youtube videos making you know tiktoks making we were just we were actually literally laughing about tiktok today because when we make tiktoks and we're monetized on tiktok but like legitimately today we made 25 cents on tiktok you know you know so like, don't spend it all in one place it's, Frank. it's laughable that's right. but that 25 cents adds up every single day yeah i mean it, it if, turns... if someone was like hey do you want me to put 25 cents into your bank account every day for the rest of your life i'd, I'd be say, like sure. yeah sure please do go for it. It. i mean yeah, shit exactly. i see a penny on the ground i pick it up because i know to me it's almost like if i deny picking up that penny it's going to be me denying money from my life mm. yeah. you know so i'm like i'm gonna pick it up a little superstitious well you know it, <laughs> it is i think i put it that is. into his head because i i feel that way but it's like it's a, like the universe is like have some law, money right. and you're like you turn okay it down, it's, it's like, like a bad omen yeah law of attraction yeah, yeah. too you know what i oh, mean like sure. if you're willing to to receive that it's gonna continue to come to you what do you have going think, on in that head of just, yours well it just reminded me of it's that like, fuck <laughs> i see 15 cents on the goddamn no no this reminded me back of a time where the universe provided me money when I didn't need it. Yeah. Oh, nice. When I was hear this. walking around. So we went to a hot spring in Idaho. And it was, I want to say, $3 to park. Cheap. Put it in an envelope. Stick it in the little tube. Well, I only had a five. And I'm not going to give them those extra $2. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm just, yeah. uh, it's only three. Why we would I not open yeah. pay for so, our public land. So yeah. we dig out the change bag. Well, we came up 23 cents short. I think, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I start walking around the parking lot. Looking yeah. for change. Looking for change. You found 23 cents? No. Uh, I found... Almost. I came we were up, like a dime I short. found a dime, and I found the pennies. Nice. I was a, literally a dime short, and I'm walking this whole parking lot for at least 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Commitment. And this family comes up to me, and they're like, what do you need? I was like, oh, I just need 10 cents. And they weren't from the States. I don't know where they're from. And so they just pulled their hands out with all this money and just like we're like take what you need and i was like oh i just need this one and the, hu- <laughs> the, the husband took it off yeah the husband rolled over and gave me i think he gave me three dollars nice and yeah. i was like no dude i, like, I felt really bad so like i have five dollars in the bank right like, I, I don't it's not need, a matter of like not having the money i don't need your three dollars <laughs> but then he went it got into this whole thing where he forced it on me right yeah of course <laughs> So, anyways, we get in, and uh, I finally put the money in the in the thing, and I walk over to the tube, and there's ten cents sitting on the ground. Oh. Right <laughs> so I would have oh. had it. So then I gave the dollars back. We snuck it back to his wife. Yeah, I gave it back. She took it back. We're yeah. like, thank you so much. We didn't. We figured it out. Yeah, we yeah. found yeah. what we needed. But, but isn't that amazing though? Like, if you're looking for it. You know, it will show it's up. I was surprised we yeah. found that much change in the parking lot to <laughs> yeah. begin with. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I almost everywhere we go, I find, like, 25 cents worth of change or, like, 11 cents worth of change or something. Like, yeah. 
It Every single up. time. I mean, between that and TikTok, I'll be rich. There you go. Yeah, no <laughs> we just gotta start buying bitcoins with all the little yeah, change right? that we find. Bits, bits of bitcoin. Bits of, bits bit. of bit. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, financially, it, it's good to, like, welcome money to you. Um, and even, it same goes for life, too, I feel like. Like, just being welcome and open to other people, living this lifestyle, that's a huge part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any interactions on the road that, like, somebody was just so kind to you and maybe give you showers or, like, something like that? You like, know, Greg blew it one time in San Diego. What did I do? At this uh, surf spot that we go to. Mm-hmm. This guy rolled by, he was like done surfing and um, the guy was just kind of talking to us like, hey, where are you from? Whatever. And he was like, hey, if you ever need anything, if you oh, shower yeah, whatever, like you're like, I'd be happy to have you. And Greg was like, oh, no, thanks. We're good. But this place, like it's impossible to find parking that's like where you can stay overnight uh-huh. down in this area because yeah. they hate like van people and yeah. RV park. There's just too many in that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. And so the guy walks off and I was like. Did you ask him if we could park at his house? Yeah. He was like, no, shoot. But it, yeah. It was like four minutes from work instead of the 20 minutes we drive normally. Mm-hmm. And it's a multi-million dollar house. He uh. was just renting it. And he's like, dude, I got an extra shower. Extra. He had extra everything, basically. You could have, like, moved in with him. I could have yeah, literally. It was like, like a guest house. Hey, can, we, so nice. can we just cruise in the driveway and come in? You know, it would have just moved us 15 minutes closer to work. And I would have been a block away from the surf. But. Yeah. Uh, the other generosity that I was thinking about, though, Captain Ron. Oh, yeah. We were down in Baja in earlier this year, sometime. I mixed times up at mm-hmm. this point in Easter. my life. Easter, yeah. remember? Because it was Oh, it was Easter. Okay. Yeah. So, Holy Week in Mexico is, like, super big. Well, because of COVID, all the beaches were going to be closed for mm. up to two weeks. And people were getting Whoa. kicked off the beaches. Mm. Well, in Baja, you sleep. That's the free camping. Mm-hmm. You sleep on the beach. So... Um, Solano Santos was coming. Other people that were down there were messaging us, and they're like, "We're getting kicked off the beach." We're like, "Well, we don't know where we're gonna go." Yeah. So we we had no idea, and we're just sitting in um, San Jose Cabo, Cabo. Yeah, the other Cabo, and sitting there stealing internet, using doing some work. And this guy sitting in the jeep, shirt off, tan, big belly. <laughs> I mean, he's in Baja. Showed up his pretty much. He's clearly been like a seasoned (laughs) Baja resident for a while. And he just looks at me because I was outside doing something. He's just like, What you doing? Out of nowhere. Yeah. And we start talking. And I told him about the beaches. And he's like, I got an empty lot you can stay on. That's awesome. Follow me. Okay, we'll follow this random dude we've in never met. Baja. In Baja. These are the stories his mom loves to hear yeah, because she was I'm not sure happy. she's just imagining, like, and then they got murdered. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this guy pulls out a gun and is like, give me everything you got. And if you have nothing, I'm killing you. Yep. Cap- Captain Ron takes us like a block off the beach, and there's this gated, empty lot. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's locked, but uh, come back to my house. Next step. Come back to my house. I'll get you the key. So we follow him into some random neighborhood. And then it turns out he was legit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We're still here. But he's just trying to give us beers. He gives us the key to this property. He's like, just stay there as long as you want. Bring back the key whenever you want. Wow. Like, we were awesome. even like, we're not sure if we're going to come yeah, back we're not this even way. Sure after we're going to use like, it. I don't, so give I don't care. Shit. Like, mail me the key whenever. Whoa. Yeah. He was just like so chill and so nice. And Captain Ron. We, yeah. Hooked it up. We went back. We didn't end up having to use it. We didn't get kicked off the beach. Yeah, cool. we didn't. But, and then uh, we took the, the key back and he was just He was stoked trying to give us some out, more beer. Restoring his vehicles and mm-hmm. drinking beer. 
I wonder if like I wonder if like Captain Ron was in a situation like that at some point in time. Was like you know somebody at the like just randomly showed up on him, and was like you know what you could stay in my driveway, we could stay on my boat. You know, I'm sure. Yeah, there's I'm sure a little bit of that like pay it forward. Mm -hmm. He was was pretty adventurous back in the day. Well, so his goal like I think he'd always wanted to. At forty, I think that's what he did. He said I wanted to. He wanted to live down in Baja by the time he was forty. Nice. And he did. He told us this like whole story about Mm -hmm. how he moved and Captain Ron made it out. Made it happen. Yeah, Yeah, I mean. Captain Ron gave Greg his retirement plan. Right. Well, it's funny because Greg and Captain Ron have the same birthday. Same birthday. Oh, wow. Oh. This is how long we hung out with Captain Ron. It's like It was like a week before his birthday, and Captain Ron's like, oh, I'm turning, boy, is it 69 next week? Yeah, he wanted, to, he wanted to go, he he wanted to go get skating. On a skateboard. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Super random. I hope I'm 69 years old and wanting to go skateboarding. Like, that That sounds like a good future. I know, you know? yeah. Oh, Captain Ron looks like a Oh, he's boss. a beast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a he beast. only drinks Pacifico, because it's good for the, his heart or something like that. <laughs> it keeps him going. <laughs> it gets the body going. <laughs> Pretty classic guy. Yeah. That's awesome, that's awesome. So, you were saying that maybe by about 40, that's when you're going to probably give up van life and whatnot. Um, so, you have another couple of years, or... I don't, I don't know about the shelf life for van life. Oh, like, okay. He was talking about more like that would be when he Retire. stops working Stop work. from gotcha. the ski shop. Gotcha. Like that'll be the time when we stop doing the seasonal work. Yeah. Do you think there is a shelf life for van life? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. Th- you know, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it sounds like you're getting close to well, it. I mean, three I'm years just... in, and I think yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. We're looking for land. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think. It's a combination. So we're talking about doing a homestead of some sort next. Mm-hmm. If it's not a super like labor intensive homestead and I just maybe grow some vegetables during the summer, mm-hmm. then I can leave for half the year. Right. Yeah. But if we end up getting goats and chickens and all that stuff, it's a full time. We might have to be there year round for a while or mm-hmm. until we find someone else to come on and, and help. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'd say, you know, we had kind of had a goal going into the van was like, we wanted to do, you know, all basically all the states. So we haven't done the East Coast yet. At all? Mm, not no. really. Yeah. So yeah, we wanted to do an East Coast summer, which is probably next year. Alaska was one of them. So we, we made it happen, but that was going to delay us another year. Right. Um, Alaska was supposed to be last year. So we got delayed one. Right. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, we got at least another year in it. But if we find the right piece of land currently, we're ready to, to buy it. Right. Nice. Yeah. So. And that doesn't mean that we'll, like, move stop out traveling. of the van right away. Yeah. yeah or yeah. stop traveling. Like, we'll, travel will always be, I think, a big component of our lives. It's just, I think COVID has really... Um, Screwed van life it's, it's made it really hard. Like, mm-hmm. and we've met a lot of people in this last year that just started it because of COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Like, suddenly they have the opportunity to do so. Yeah. But, you know, we started before that all happened, and it's changed it a lot. It's made some of the aspects of this lifestyle even more difficult than they mm-hmm. were before. Mm-hmm. And to one extent, like, you can kind of justify that and say, well, it's worth it, right? Like, we have all these experiences, and it's worth the hassle and the frustrations and whatever, but it hasn't always been this way, right? Mm-hmm. So for us, it's, like, gotten kind Hard. of increasingly more difficult over yeah. time with covid and i don't necessarily see that ending anytime soon mm-hmm. so that's kind of the unfortunate thing for us is i think it's just um it starts to wear on you a little mm-hmm. bit and yeah like i said we'll always still have 
travel in our lives, mm-hmm. but full time in a van may not be for a whole lot longer. You know. Do you yeah, have any specifics of things that like are different pre and post COVID? I think during, you know, when it first started, uh-huh. I should say, um, and all of last summer, it just made travel difficult, and you know, people were calling you out and saying you shouldn't be traveling, and yeah. right? so it just put a lot of stressing. Like yeah. stresses on us. There's like a negative social stigma on people who are traveling, even mm. though we're doing it as safely and responsibly as we could. Yeah. And I think that comes from people who don't necessarily understand, like, we don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah. You know, mm. it's like, I'm not going to go move homeless. in with my parents. Right. For this, who knows how well, long this is well, going to I think it's a few things. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's not only that. I also think it's a little bit of jealousy of like wanting mm. to be able to travel too, that. but can't. You yeah. Know? Or like I'm in lockdown, so you should, you should be, be in lockdown. Yeah, there is a lot of a- that. Another, yeah, another sure. part of it is like the lifestyle that we live and where we go, we're normally by ourselves. I know. We're very rarely around yeah. other people. Right. And like that's the hardest thing for others to understand that live in a stationary home mm-hmm. because a lot of them are always around other people when they go out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a, it's a very hard thing to kind of wrap your mind around because you got to think like they're thinking about it from their personal experience. They've never yeah. experienced van life. So they're thinking about it in the sense of like, they live in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Like, you know what I mean? And like, right. so everybody, there's millions of people around you. Every time you go out, you're crossing paths with 20, 30, 40,000 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where us, we're lucky if we cross paths with 10, mm-hmm. you yeah, know? Totally. And, and that's like, walking through a forest exactly. you know not yeah. even being Outside. near each other yeah you know exactly. what i mean so it's, yeah. it's definitely a mindset thing i think too yeah. um i i do agree with you in certain cases it definitely got a little bit harder like for instance showering i think was one of the harder ones public um, bathrooms, public bathrooms uh, stuff like that they do seem to be coming back a bit more yeah. but but yeah it's still that there, there is a stigma mm-hmm. um but i don't think i think that in the next like couple of years, that might, you know, chill out a little, chill bit. Out a little bit more. Yeah. I think is people because right now it's like the fear is in everybody's eyes. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. The fear is in everybody, and like it's hard to get past that fear to see that like if you're living a proper lifestyle, you could still live and be outside and do things. You know, if you're doing them the proper way, I guess. Yeah, I you think know? our parents didn't really understand like. When COVID hit, we were locked down actually at Greg's cousin's house, just parked in the driveway for like a full month before mm-hmm. we were like, you know yep. what? I think we're going to be safer out, isolated yeah, by ourselves, yes, like contact. traveling, doing what we normally do than sitting here in Southern California where there's like people everywhere, millions of people everywhere. Yeah. And I think it was hard for people who don't live the lifestyle to understand, like yeah. you said, like that we are pretty isolated on our own. We and, are for sure. Yeah. 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 And it's hard because like we'll pull up. This was an experience that we had in certain communities last summer is, you know, even though we weren't going to interact in those communities, we would pull into like public land Mm -hmm. just to camp. And then, you know, we'd get a message on Instagram saying, hey, we're like this community is closed. You can't stay here. (laughs) Even though we're like, we're just camped on public land. We're not even planning on buying gas or food in your town. But like, obviously, we want to be respectful of people. It just feels like that might be a little extreme well, it's a very you know, extreme it's just like how do you call people out for that because yeah. mm-hmm. the fear is real honestly it's very extreme if you're not like going out and you're not like being around people there should be no reason why they're you know really coming at you like that we we had it in certain situations where people knocked on our door or something like that but it, not 
I think we had it twice. We had a couple of people calling us out on like YouTube, but especially in the, the very beginning. The funny part is, mm. is like we were two weeks behind, so we were already at my sister's house. Gotcha. Just like you guys were at your parents, we were at my sister's. Exactly. We stayed there for fifty days. We waited for at least the first phase of like things to begin to kind of open, mm. um, and we felt that we were safer because we were in like the epicenter at that moment. For COVID, because we're in Washington, just outside right, of Seattle, right yeah. next to Seattle, right. So like, and everybody in the neighborhood is kind of walking around still, and there's still people going to their jobs. Not everybody's off sure. their job, of course. So like, we almost felt more comfortable. We actually definitely felt more comfortable getting back on the road and being in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but but yeah, it, it's it's a hard thing for people to fathom because, I mean. I would say 98% of people probably live in homes. You know what yeah, I mean? They don't, right. they're not nomadic, you know? So like, they don't even understand what it's like to live the lifestyle or the whereabouts you may be, yeah. you know? I think the other part, and I don't know if this is a, a COVID piece or not, but obviously living in vans, I don't know if it's still getting more popular currently, Yeah, but it's been blowing up right yes. over the last three, three years. I felt like we even got, kind of a slight late start yeah right like five yeah. years ago is when it started getting kind of popular yep. and then we got in and when we got in i still felt like we were kind of we're like yeah we're kind of in the beginning of this mm-hmm. and now it's so cool because we're yeah. all so cool obviously <laughs> <laughs> we're the coolest and yeah. i don't know right we've seen, we do know people that their job went remote because of covid and they're like screw it i'm gonna live in a van right but yeah. we also know people just want to do it and they're seeing you know there's more and more info coming out about it yes. so more people are doing it yeah. And so with that, places are getting shut down. Oh, yeah. yeah for sure. And like everything is busier. And yeah. like the yeah. like the eye overlander spots are almost like all blown up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you pull one up and you're like, okay, like I'll check that out. Like yeah. here it hasn't been so bad because I feel like We're nobody could drive to Alaska, Alaska this summer. Yeah. So there's yeah. a very like low number of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've definitely pulled up to spots in the lower 48 where like either it's like trashed right and you're like this is disgusting which is horrible like clean up after yourself clean up after others like make the spot better leave no trace that's like what we live by you know so yeah sorry to interrupt i just wanted to say that because like (laughs) i like it pisses me off (laughs) and like honestly it's a very local thing i feel like well i feel like most van lifers because like we have i have a garbage can I yeah. have, you know, everything. Like, why would I throw a can outside of my window and like, when I would just put it in the trash? I'm sure there's few van lifers out there that probably do throw their trash out and, like, don't give a shit. But not most of us are very in yeah, touch pretty, with wanting nature to stay it. nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we, totally. like, we like the environment, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, so, places get trashed. They get shut down. Yeah, and yeah. we need and them. We need them to stay on the property. Like that's in the thing. Property, like we right? rely on those places to yeah. live. So, like for us, it's kind of an investment to like keep it clean. Correct. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think, like you know, for locals or like a weekend, they can easily go yeah. out for a weekend and then leave it, and it's yep. not really like a well, cause problem. Yeah, you know, we have two things happening. One, the van life community and RV and you know bus life is expanding as well as you have a lot of people now at home working from home that now have the opportunity to go to places well and also you have the other thing of people who 
can't really travel internationally anymore. So they have yeah. to and travel. And so now locally. that's why RVs are like blown yeah. up. You can't rent an RV anywhere because they're all sold out. People are like, we could rent this van out for like four hundred bucks a night if we yeah. wanted yeah. to. Yeah, true. Which is doing? like, I know, right? Living in them. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're living in them. Right. <laughs> Might like, as well Airbnb it and rent it out. You'll totally. make more money, right? Yeah. A lot of people are getting into the whole like transient lifestyle because it's you know one of the only ways to travel right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but I do anecdotally a lot of the van lifers who you know we watched on YouTube when we were like thinking about getting into van life when the pandemic happened, they all kind of like left. Yeah. You know, they stopped traveling because it's just I get I could get how it's not the same. Yeah. Like we were traveling a bit before, but it was mm-hmm. most we were doing the mountains and we were just like crunching hard to like get to all the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then when we started traveling again, I feel like we had a pretty great year because. Yeah. A lot of places were empty. And I feel like... Because we not a lot of people are we going were, to these We were fortunate places. to be, like, ahead of the curve on people coming to particular areas. Mm-hmm. Like, we were already in that particular area before they got there. And then we would, like, move to another area when everybody got to this area. And, like, so we were, like, just yeah, ahead, of ahead of it. everybody. Yeah. So we were, like, always ahead of, like, the wave of people coming. Yeah. So it was, like, we were always kind we of... We were just oh. leading it. Well, yeah, right, yeah. Everybody uh-huh. just wants we were, to, Obviously, know, right? trendsetters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they saw us put it up, and they were, like, oh, my God, I gotta go there. No. Yeah, right. Uh, but, no, like, seriously, like, every time we would move, it felt like we were just in front of where everybody else was. Yeah. Like, we would look back, and we would see things, and people would be just, like, in Oregon when we are in Washington... And then we're over here and they're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have a saying for that? What's that? Obviously, usually like suckers. Yeah. Right? Suckers. We got to did all the cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. Have fun in Alaska next summer. Right? And look, once again, we're Sorry. here. Right? We're, we're here when everybody else I, wants to be here. I think next year's going to be bad up here. It's going to yeah. be packed. I do if suggest, for those listening, I'm talking to the mic directly here. Yeah. Blue. Blue's um, my boy. Blue's our boy. I would... I would say if we wouldn't have made it this year, I would have almost questioned whether we should skip next year or not and yeah. wait to the following year. Well, because it's funny because I feel like the year that COVID like really happened, so many people were like, this was the year I was going to go to Alaska. Yeah. Right? And then they were, we were all like, go. yeah, yes, we, we were, were going to go yeah. to I, I feel yeah. like almost yeah. everybody in the 2020 would have been a freaking going. hot year for Alaska. <laughs> Man, like, yeah. I feel like all the cool kids would have been here. Yeah. But then we're like, okay, like let's try for 2021. And luckily we made it. Right. right. But yeah. so many other people wanted to make it this year because yeah. they wanted to do it in 2020. So they delayed it till 2021. Mm-hmm. Still couldn't make it. So yeah. now 2022 is going to be like out of control. Crap shit. I think so. yeah. yeah. I do want to stress, I, I feel like we all feel super blessed to be here. Like we yeah. feel very grateful for the opportunity. We're not like uh, bragging, about bragging or anything. Bragging. Like, <laughs> we're not bragging. We're just very happy that we made it. And we yeah. do think that everybody should experience Alaska because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But this year... It's like empty compared to the next years but to come. It's interesting too because every single RV rental in Alaska yeah, is sold out. Every out. single car yeah. rental is. Re- people yeah. are renting U-Hauls to right, live out right. of U-Hauls for a week yeah. because they literally can't get anything else. Yeah. yeah. Like we met a couple who rented a minivan from some random like guy on the internet. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. they're like living out of that minivan for the week yep. that they're here. And that guy made works. a killing. Cruise yeah, ships sure. aren't here. Yeah. Right. They're actually and coming the, soon. And the, yeah, I know. Late, right? Yeah, late, late July. July. But so they're not here, and the you know the people that would have drove up that own their RVs right. back in the states, yeah, aren't here. So. And I mean, it would probably would have been ten, twenty thousand more 
you know, be busy. rigs possibly. Well, the when the know? new states were here in 19, they said it was just everywhere was packed. Like you had yeah. to get there and like if a rig was pulling out, you had to pull in. Yeah, like, we don't do great with that. No, I don't like people. Yeah, I shouldn't say it like that, but like, you like us. Yeah, you like certain people. <laughs> as far as you're we selective, know. Yeah. we don't know what you guys talk about when you go back to your <laughs> right. Fuck those guys. Let's get out of here. <laughs> no, but seriously, like we don't like to plan that much mm-hmm. yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. So when you show up and everywhere's packed, it gets kind of stressful too. Yeah. Like, oh shit! Now what? Yeah. So. This is good this year. There's no one here. Yeah. 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 It's working out well. Six bald eagles sitting outside the van. Right. <laughs> Not no nobody running after them to scatter them away. We get to yeah. just enjoy the beauty yeah, of them. Yeah, I know. True. Yeah. I mean, Greg tried taking some photos, but they ran away from him. They yeah. did. They didn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about dirtbag status. Because I feel like that's a big thing. <laughs> status quo. That you guys are all about dirtbag life. Yeah. I think it's, um, we've gotten more dirt baggy as like the longer we've lived in the van. We were Uh kind of talking about that earlier where when we first moved into the van, we'd shower every like three or four days. Uh Now we go like, I was going to do, I got a TikTok idea. A week or two. (laughs) A week or two. Yeah. Yeah. I think the longest we've gone is like two weeks, but that's with maybe like a couple river dips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, I would say we're averaging about once a week right now. Yeah. I feel like we're well, does that shower somewhere. that you had in the bathroom count as your shower for the week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, if I like, wash my hair, it counts. I want to okay. paint a picture for them a little bit. Paint the picture. Let's paint the picture, right? Go ahead and paint it. So, so we're sitting in a, in a parking lot. We're parked in a parking lot that's like seven days overnight. There's a building. It's like brick, but it has like a green, it has these green doors that look like the paint is kind of falling off the green doors a little bit. There's about concrete. six of them. It's all concrete. Uh, you walk inside and... Like there's a drain on the floor and the walls are like kind of white with the with the white kind of fading away. Uh, it has like one of those pot like you press and you only get water for like, like 10, 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are cold. Some of them are warm. Yeah. Another one's hot. For this right? Number six yeah. is hot. Number six is hot. Yeah. <laughs> get a while it's hot. Right. So uh, Greg, Greg does a whole TikTok. You should check out their, their TikTok, Drifted Dot Journey, or is it Drifted Journey? I don't even know. Yeah. I think the dot's in it. The dot's in it? Yeah, Drif- so. Drifted Dot Journey. Um, but yeah, he does a whole TikTok on it. It's really funny. He walks past our van and everything and goes into this and takes a shower inside there. But it's like he uses a yellow collapsible bucket. You guys were prepared, I will say. Super like, prepared. You had all the stuff. Yeah. But so Greg was like anecdotally talking to us before he even took the shower. He's like, yeah, I'm going to like think about taking a shower in that bathroom. And I'm like, uh, really? And then I went in there to pee and I was like, I can't believe, like, what? how are they going to take a shower in here? And I got one of the ones that had a freezing cold faucet. Yeah. And I was like, this is awful. Mine had steam coming out of it. Oh, my God. Oh, that I guess after you pumped it 40 times yeah, to fill the bath. It was like a hot spring after you got oh, out of there. Right. <laughs> you open the door and there's, like, steam billowing out. <laughs> you, like, dropped your essential oils yeah. all over the concrete all floor. All the people so waiting in line to so pee. Bad. Like, That's hilarious. It was also on. right next to a fish gutting station. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that added to it the cla- ambiance. Cla- yeah, it classed it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say it worked. Yep. I felt like I was very respectful of the space. Of course. Because, you know, obviously, if they came, if the city came in and was like, what's, what's going on in there, banging <laughs> on the like door? It's like homeless people showering. Yeah, it's right. literally like, yeah, yeah, you know, that's what was happening, more or less. But 
I'm not trying to get it shut down. So yeah. I was being very quiet about it and, mm-hmm. and not getting busted. But then you made a TikTok. I did make a TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Being very quiet After about it. After you guys blew up the spot. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'm one up you would blow up the shower spot. <laughs> so let me ask you guys then, what's like your dirt baggiest shower that you've ever had? Oh man, we actually went to a homeless shelter in Seattle. <laughs> we didn't know it was a homeless we, shelter. We, it was just like free it showers. It was on I Overlander oh, yeah. as like great hot free shower. We're I'm like, like cool. lovely. Awesome. Like, Let's go. And like we're we're not like particular about our showers, but at the same time we're not like gonna pass up we're not all right, we might pass up some. I've never showers, said, but, but it's got to be like a real shower. Yeah. yeah, you know, like so, you know, shower head. You like... have to sign in. Nine out of ten showers, Alex and I go in. We could go in together. Like they yeah. actually like condo- like going together. It saves Except us we'll fucking running Except we bring our dog water. in with us and yeah. like shower the dog while yep. we're showering too. Yep. Yeah. Most of the time, it's acceptable, even like especially at gas stations. But uh, but in particular, this one, we walk in, we sign in. Alex and I both go into the bathroom because they never say anything about like one per person or mm-hmm. anything. They they are like, oh, towels are provided. They give us towels. They're throwaway paper paper sheets, but like, like the size a of a towel. Gown, oh like. And we were like, ooh, this is like taking a hit on like the right. soul a little bit, you know. But you got to put aside your ego, you know. Like, so at what ego. point did you realize this was a homeless shelter? So when we went in... <laughs> the paper towels. The paper yeah. towels were the like dead giveaway. Yeah. And then we went inside, and when we were inside, they start freaking banging on the door. Two people are not allowed. Boom, 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 oh. boom. I'm like, yo. I come out, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, hold on one second. I need to get dressed now. Yeah. Because I'm obviously naked at this point. And so you get 20 minutes in the shower, Right from when you sign in. So this uh, all counted so this, towards this our took twenty away full minutes. Five minutes from our twenty minutes automatically. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now I have to get read like undressed and, and like everything. go in the next room or whatever. So I get out and I'm like, listen, I'm sorry, but like most of the places we go, they allow us to shower together. One, we're quicker. Two, it keeps another stall open for somebody else that needs right. the shower. Like, where we don't understand, you know, whatever. She was like, no, no worries. Meanwhile, they would just like flip, had a conniption, you know. So I, I get, I get, yeah, I get. So inside. they let you go back in. So no, yeah, he went into the oh, other. I went to the other okay. one, and like it's a push button shower, and yeah. it shuts off on you. And it wasn't terrible. It was hot. It, the tile was all like yellow, bright canary yellow, yellow, yeah, which was like really <laughs> aggressive. It's a bad choice, um, but yeah. It, it was. It wasn't a horrible shower. Yeah, it's the great. shower was fine, but like it was just the like the ambiance. Was... And then I was like getting dressed, and they come and bang on my door again, and they're like, "Your time is up! Like, get out of here!" And I'm like, "Holy cow!" Okay, like, like, down. Super sorry. <laughs> like, you, you, like <laughs> yeah. I understand like what people you may be dealing with here and there, but like you don't have to be mean to everybody, right? Like, or like, why are you a ri- like like I could see like, hey, your twenty minutes is yeah. up, like knock knock, and yeah. then like. A couple minutes after that, like boom, boom. I'm like, okay, yeah. like you're read 20 the room. Minutes up. Yeah. Read the you know? room. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can like kind of get an idea of what type of people you're dealing with. Like in in the industry when you're doing hospitality, I don't know if you guys ever served tables, but I did, and like you could you could read what type of table you were getting most of the time. Yeah. Like by the conversation you might start to have with them, you try to be friendly. If they're not friendly, they're you know that this is going to be a yeah. kind of shitty table. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like you, you kind of get the, the gist, you know? Yeah. So it's like they just didn't know how to like read the room, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 
like I, I definitely get it. Like it's in Seattle. It's in a spot where like they're probably dealing like with some drug addicts and and you know sure. stuff like that and um, people making babies in the showers. Well, yeah, guess, you know, I mean, and I mean, that's not where I would. I would not to, want to uh, do the deed in there. You don't get a choice when you're doing it in exchange for other things. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess yikes. you're right. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not doing. They have it. rules for a reason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I agree with those. They just rules. should have told you that ahead of time. Correct. Right. Instead right. of like having this abrupt. Correct. I mean, <laughs> as we were walking into the bathroom, they should have right. been like, "Excuse oh, me, hey, only sorry. one person per bathroom." Totally. They That's obviously it. saw you got go in, and then yeah. they waited five more minutes to like. Have there was a guy that they were probably like, "You knock, no, you together. knock. I'm not oh knocking. You knock." They waited three minutes before <laughs> they even knocked. You know. Yeah. So I mean. It, it's all about the experiences, though. It was funny yeah. after. We got to laugh about it. Yeah. It's something that we could talk about now. And you got clean. You know? And we got clean. You got yeah. a hot shower. I mean, I felt like kind of clean. <laughs> <laughs> the paper uh, towels my, weren't the greatest. My morals kind of felt a little dirty at that point. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, no. it's just good for your, you know, to stay humble. Take yeah, a hit for sure. Take you yeah. once in a while. Yeah, for <laughs> well, sure. And, like, that's one thing that I've been trying to do is, like, always try to remove my ego from things. Because, yeah. like, you know if you have your ego get wrapped up in shit like you feel like you're better than other people you feel like and i'm no better than anybody else i'm not better than that person that they would have to yell at you know what i mean i'm 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 just a person you know we talk about our dirt baggiest yes poop stories oh i know that we get into that all the time as as van Van lifers hot stuff (laughs) i coined the term dtb what's that dtb direct to bag <laughs> have you gone direct to bag yet? Uh, I've gone direct to bag. Alex has, I have not. <laughs> not like in on a bucket to bag though, like hold it to your butt bag. Like uh on the floor, like yeah. oh my god. Yeah. I hope I don't miss Alex this is, is gonna be really bad. <laughs> what was it called? D DTB. DTB. Yeah. Alex is definitely in our DTB. first van we didn't really have a t- like we tried to do the bucket toilet, but then it just we ne- it never it got set up properly right. and like it was like built wrong like but, we did a bad job but like the so but then it was like six months it, it was, was like okay. an emergency toilet so you know i sometimes have gastrointestinal issues and sometimes a dtb behind a at a winery behind a barn <laughs> <laughs> with the winery didn't have the bathroom it was close. Uh, it was, a, it was like, like you're overnight. supposed to be self-contained situation, right? Was, which we technically are, like a harvest, but like, like a harvest host type of situation. I mean, similar. maybe or maybe yeah. not. Yeah, okay. it was a but... harvest host. We were not harvest host members at the time. Ah. I would never do that at a harvest host. No. no. What'd you do with the bag? It's not like you like left it there. Oh, no, I tied no, it up. It. I put it on the motorcycle rack. I strapped it down there, so it didn't even come in the van. I drove yeah. it to uh, yeah. you know, disposal. Because nice. the like, thing that you don't know about DTB is that that bee smells real bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can like quadruple bee that bee, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. you uh, know. It is no good. Yeah. Stinky. But yeah, it was a harvest house. Yeah, yeah, because we have a bucket situation as well, which isn't fine. But like, until until you really need it, because ours isn't set up all the time. Yeah. So if it hits you and you gotta go, that yeah, was you the ain't scenario. Up right. right. Yeah, we can't. Yeah. When he, you have to tell the whole story. He's like googling gas stations. He's like yeah. eight minutes. I can make so, it eight minutes. So then he's a, like, I'm we a, gotta go. Oh, she's telling a story. I guess. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Well, I wake up. I usually poop when I wake up, and I woke up. I was like, "Oh, okay, I gotta poop. Whatever, chill." And then it felt like he was again a little more urgent. So you were like turtle headed. <laughs> so at this then point. I googled. 
gas stations. She's still in bed, and I was like, all right, eight minutes. Like, it was eight minutes to the gas station. <laughs> and she wakes up to me, like, ripping all the window covers down and stuff. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? I was like, we got to go. I'm going to the bathroom. And uh, get into the front seat and start it. And I was like, ain't going to make it. <laughs> it's here. That's eight, so bad. It's eight, happening. Eight minutes ain't happening. And that's uh, give me give me the bag. Uh, yeah. I think my worst one of all time. We were camp. We were parking. We we're mooch docking at okay. his friend's house. Yeah. And his friend had given us like the like a fob to get into the gym. So in the morning we could like go to the gym in the building and mm-hmm. like use the showers or whatever. Yeah, it was in Salt Lake City. In Salt Lake City. So we wake up and I'm like, I got like we gotta go. Like, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. And so we're, like, we're getting over there. We, get, we like, get in the elevator. We get off on the wrong floor. We get back there. We get back, you know, we don't have the right thing. We can't get in. We're, like... Fob's not working. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Literally, oh, shit. So we're, like, back in the elevator trying to, like, go and, like, get that thing from the other person. And he's, like, looking at me and I'm, like... <laughs> She's, like... Oh, my God. Oh, no. Just shaking her head. And I'm like, really? And she's like, shaking her head, yes, like tears almost. I'm like, baby, it's okay, baby. It's okay. Just let it happen. Oh, it hadn't happened yet? It was happening in my bed. Yeah. I was like, just let it happen. At this point, let it happen. So then we finally get into the gym. And I'm like, Frank, you gotta go get me a whole new outfit. I might got a whole new outfit. So I went in the shower, like, fully dressed. Uh, I was like thankful there was a shower there, but yeah, yeah for real. So, so yeah, that was, that was, that was a good that experience. Was, huh? That was great. Yeah. Is that the last time you shot yourself? That was the last yeah. time I shot myself. <laughs> the time before that was on the subway. <laughs> it was not good. Were you there? I no, not we for didn't the subway. Know each other we didn't then. know each other. That yeah. I'm My pretty... stomach did like a backflip, and I was like, I can make it four stops. I can make it. I, can, I did it. <laughs> I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I'm pretty good at holding it. Like, he can hold I, it forever. I rarely ever even go in the bucket. Like, because like, I'll be like, oh, I got to go. I can hold it at least a half hour. I'll find a gas station yeah. or like a Walmart or. A Home Depot. Sure. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, There's so many places Starbucks, to go. Like, grocery, yeah. A grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. I, I, find, I find something and then I use it. I mean, I've used this one several times, especially out here. Otherwise, like, we're normally in nature and I dig a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Last yeah. year, we did a lot more hole digging, I feel This like. year, we're actually utilizing our toilet a lot. It's just we haven't really been in places where, like, it feels yeah. like you can dig a hole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, because last year we well, were in, like, also, Oregon and Washington. Like, it just, like, kind of, yeah. like... Also, the fact that they're... forested or BLM and stuff like that, so it's, also like... Also, the fact that there's dig. a lot more people now doing this lifestyle. We tend to find ourselves... Or before we came to Alaska, we were hanging out with a couple other people. So, we were at, like, Sarah Yak and Abby and uh, Abby Martin and Tio Adventura. And we were with, you know, Aimless Travels. And we were with all these different people in these areas. And so, it was, like we were always surrounded by yeah. people almost, you know? Right, right. Uh, and then there was a lot of places that we were parking that were very desert, where there was, like, no shrubbery yeah. to even, like, block you Yeah, at all. like, the shrubs so, come up to your knee. So, like, in, like, how am I going to hide behind this? In those oh, situations, yeah, we... not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> we, just go in the Once I mean, you squat, you're below the shrubs. Right. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> so you peek above and you make eye contact. With <laughs> right? 
Can you see me? Can you stare into my eyes while I drop That's this juice? That's why you gotta make an announcement. Group, I'm pooping over Poop there. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and like, luckily, since we all live this lifestyle, right? Having that conversation super simple. Yeah. We're like in a house, you, you like sneak off to the bathroom, nobody knows, yeah. right? And even if you were like, hey, I'm going to take a poop, everybody's like, why are you telling me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where it's acceptable in this so lifestyle. If you have to poop here, yeah. Are you gonna poop there's, in your bucket? There's a porta potty. I'd poop I, in the porta potty. You would. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have you been to a spot where you're like, mm, I'll take the bucket over the porta potty? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and then in that, those particular cases, I would actually dig a hole, most likely. Are you thinking about the one in Oregon when we were with Uncle Kevin? And Holy it was shit! Like, that was <laughs> disgusting. Like I opened it up and it was like nobody, nope. <laughs> nobody has touched this thing for like two years. It seemed Ew. like it was gross. There was shit everywhere. Like the the seat like had shit caked on it that's disgusting yeah it was yeah. it was like that i draw the line i draw <laughs> yeah. the line i do draw the line yeah too. yeah yeah that's pretty gross there's definitely areas and our bucket's not really accessible like oh okay i will pinch it yeah hold tight yeah go and get the bucket you out. gotta like get out your back doors open your door yeah, pull it out of the garage motorcycle all the way mm-hmm. yeah and it's buried in there it's strapped down why didn't you consider possibly building it into something on this second rig because we don't really use it okay it's like rare yeah it's we, pretty rare you have used it a lot this year because we spent so much time in Baja mm-hmm. and it's like beach camping there really is nowhere to go and yeah. they don't provide pit toilets anywhere yeah. so yeah but when we're in the states bad. like yeah. we don't really use it that much honestly uh huh so yeah but there are times when Greg's like I think it might be a bad morning yeah so he'll get it set up like, the night before we're going to eat that, some, like, that pint of ice cream get the bucket ready just in case. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. it's a good thing you have a toilet right there. This porta potty here. It's actually not bad. You checked it out? Yeah, I used it last time we were here. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's not too bad. It looks like a bomb shelter. It's weird and like all white. And I was like, what is like is that like a electrical building? Yeah, right? or, like, it works. Is it the same as the one that was up at the lake we backpacked to? Because that one was all white no, and weird looking. That one too. was not great. This one's fiberglass. Oh yeah. Mm, yeah. classy. And and last time we were, I don't know I mean it's been a week or so since we were in the spot so well yeah right since I pooped <laughs> um, no I'm pretty regular uh, I probably go uh, two yeah, two, two times, times to three times a day what a yeah. day yeah okay oh, wow I feel for you it seems like well a lot I of mean logistics I got dialed to like one big one every morning well I might I might go it's I would say it's more on the average of twice once to twice a day now. It used to be two, three times. Now that we've cut say. dairy out of your life, yeah, it's yeah. a lot less. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dairy is what definitely made my stomach bubble. If I ate that pint of ice cream like you, bro, oh, I'd be that. Uh, He'd be like pooping the whole oh, day. Oh, corn and a half? Yeah. Oh, the I, actual, like, family size. I was, you bought a family size ice cream and ate the whole thing? It was what was on sale. You did that, like, last week, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're gonna have to get that emergency a, toilet ready right tonight. Guy. You might want to open up your back doors and take the bucket out I before might. you go to bed. I might. You know? Oh my god. That's awesome. Yeah. So, do you guys use like a, a dirt or anything like that, or is it straight to into a bag type of thing? Yeah, we just bag yeah. it, kitty litter. Gotcha. And then we change the bag pretty often because yeah. we don't use it that much. Gotcha. Right, so you yeah. got to get rid of it as yeah. soon as it's in there. If yeah. we were gonna use it. You know, if we were always using it, mm-hmm. we would maybe think about changing it a little bit. But even this last two weeks, we had it. We used it somewhere. Oh, we yeah, went to this river weird. campsite, and there was toilet paper all over the woods. Oh, and there was that's really, yeah, that's horrible. And literally, we drove through like a mini creek 
to get up onto the edge of the river. So we're between water on both sides. Nice. Yeah. And there was toilet paper all over in this section yeah. of woods. I'm like, this is the riverbed. Yeah. So I was like, we're not going to the bathroom here. It wasn't diggable. You know, like yeah. in the water. Right. And so we got out the bucket and we used it for two days. And then we kept it. We just emptied it the other day, and it didn't. It didn't smell. Well, I mean, we have don't open the lid. Doesn't. We have a halfway full bucket right now, and you can't yeah. smell it. No, I you mean, know? I didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> Greg right now is like squinting his eyes uh, and like is it holding right? his is nose it under me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's under over there. Yeah. I can't yeah. smell anything. Yeah, so I can't smell anything. Nice. except for when my farts are really bad. Oh, that, yeah, that's well. that's a thing. I think the only time our composting toilet smells is when Frank's had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's just, like, a regular one, it's fine. You just, like, cover it with the dirt and, like, no big deal. Yeah. But if Frank's having a bad day, yeah. it's you, like, we gotta you, empty this bitch, like, do your people Do your people know? About? You guys, like, eye contact thing? Oh, um. I, well, no. <laughs> so, like, uh, we, we, now they do. We don't have an area separated. So, the other day I was using it, and Alex is looking over me, and I'm just staring right at her in the eyes. <laughs> She's like, like she's like, look away! And I'm like, <laughs> nope, stare me in the eyes. This is our bonding time, baby. So when we look poop in the van, in the bucket, the other person leaves. Yeah, that's fine. Nice. So like, technically, we could use our shower curtain to like yeah. put up on the ceiling. Which we and have magnet, never done And once. magnet off the area, but like you said, like normally you gotta go. You're like, oh shit, I gotta go. Yeah. I feel like if I'm using it, then, like, I just tell Frank to, like, you know, Look away, stay in your corner. And... What if you're both in here right now, and we're not, obviously, and you're like, I gotta poop. Would someone go for a walk now? Or would you just stay It depends on what we're doing. I feel like, because we're if here, she... and we're on the beach, and it's a nice day, probably. If she wanted me to go for a walk, I'll go for a walk. But, like, even in, in, in like, stationary house life, like, me life, right, I would poop at the door open. When we first started Just dating, he would like literally be having like full conversations with me. I've been like while that while he life. was pooping, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like Frank, okay, um, this is weird. Can you please close the door? He's Since like, oh, okay, and then he'd close it, and then like have a crack <laughs> Hey babe, what about? She's like, stop talking to me. <laughs> Just finish what you're doing. Just take five minutes. Yeah, so it's quiet time. You know, not for me. I like to have conversation. You know, it helps the helps the situation. You know, so pooping is a social experience. For, for me, you. Yeah, okay. for me. Yeah. yeah. So Good in the future, know. if you Maybe guys, we should park a little further away. <laughs> in the future, well, we have no back window, so you guys are good okay. to go. In the future, if you guys ever come to our home where yeah. we have one, I might just shit with the door open. You never know. We've been warned. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I. When do we have guests over? I close it unless I'm like really comfortable with those guests. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing this with yeah. us. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Um. It's been and fun. yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link in the description below so you guys can go follow their journey. They're awesome people. We love being around them, and you guys will love to watch them. Okay, sure. Oh, hi. That was an amazing conversation with Greg and Jess. I hope that we guys had you laughing as much as we were laughing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like in tears right now from chatting with them. They are awesome freaking people, and they're just so real down to earth. I'm willing to have a conversation about pretty much anything um and that's what i love about them they're very open-minded uh very awesome people Mm -hmm. i feel like they've definitely checked their egos at the door a long time ago they're just really down-to-earth cool human beings that 
we really enjoy hanging out with. And, yeah. you know, when they left our camp spot, they were like, we'll see you when we see you, you know, because yeah. I'm sure we're going to be running into them again yeah, along the route in Alaska that, and beyond. That's also just part of van life. Like you separate and, you know, then you meet up again some point down the road. We might not even see them in Alaska again. We might wind up seeing them in the lower 48. Or in Baja, Mexico or, in Baja or something. Or something like that. Maybe... Who knows? We might be making a trip all the way down to South America with them. You never freaking know. Like, literally, you never know. <laughs> you so, sounded so Brooklyn right there. You yeah. never freaking know. <laughs> never, ever. I've been working on my Long Island mom Let's hear out it. here. Give him a little bit. Well, you know, Frank with the seagulls, he doesn't even care. A seagull could for sure eat Paco when he's not even worried about it. And I'm like, Frank, keep your eye on the seagulls. The seagulls look hungry today. Don't let them get near our baby. And he's like, yeah, the seagulls are fine. I'm like, no, the seagulls are not fine, Frank. Get the seagulls away from the freaking dog, okay? Well, all I'm really worried about is the eagles, not the seagulls. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. The E is the really e, scary. The C, not the so C, much. The C, not as much. Uh, I mean, a pirate would say otherwise, but... <laughs> You're silly. Yeah. All right, guys. So we hope that you've enjoyed this conversation. If you like this podcast, be sure to favorite it wherever you listen. Mm-hmm. Leave a review. Let's give a shout out to one of our amazing podcast followers. This comment is from Megan and Matt. They say, hey, we have been waiting for this van tour. Love how it came out, guys. Hope to see you on the road soon. Have fun in Alaska. Yeah. And if you guys want a shout out on the next podcast, make sure to leave a comment. If you're using Apple Podcasts, or you could, you guys could share a comment on our YouTube channel or anywhere else, Instagram, DM us. You know, we want to share you guys too. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode. Or if you want to get the bonus episode, we are giving away one extra podcast every single month in our Patreon community. So come and join us over there if you want more F&A podcast amazingness. Have an F and A day, guys.